is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. This can't be right. This can't be right. This can't be. How is this even possible? This is an opportunity to start fresh. How did the show stay so fresh? Hey, you're supposed to be doing your homework. When I say this is my show, this is my show. Let the party commence. Here we go. JP, Coriel, Husker Nick, welcome to Tuesday. April 11th, and a lot of folks going back to work, back to school today after the uh, yeah, buddy. extended Easter weekend. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. Good morning, Coriel. Good morning. Uh, so we'll play Mega Millions coming up here in just a little bit with the Millionaire's Club. Oh, you know, nice. Like, it was like 441 million bucks. But there's a dude who might have figured a hack Uh-oh. using that chat GPT. Oh, I used it for the first time. Really? Yesterday. Okay. How, what, what were you using it for? Um, to do analytics for our social media for the station. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Did it work well for you? Yeah. That's kind of cool. You I, know what I, I like about how you said that? Hmm. Uh, Coriel, is underneath what you said, you kind of had like this, look how important I am. Um, it said look, that too. I used it already. <laughs> I used it on the, well, for the analytics for ours. <laughs> I'm important. <laughs> I saw it on a TikTok, like more specific directives, like uh, prompts that you ask, because it's only beneficial really if you really detail how you ask the question, basically. And I, I mean, I didn't know that. I had no idea. So I just gave it a whirl. Give it a try. Give it a whole whirl. So that's what a dude in, in Thailand did. Uh, and I, I'm not even going to try to say his name. Yeah, so in Thailand, this uh, guy. But it's a, he's gone viral on TikTok by sharing how he used ChatGPT to generate winning lottery numbers. Okay. Oh. So he says he put some hypothetical hypothetical questions into the AI and along with some numbers that have won <clears throat> the lottery previously. And the ChatGPT gave him the numbers 57, 27, 29, and 99. He played those in the lottery and won. What? Well, good for him. Don't get excited, though. He won like 59 bucks. So? Still? All he won. But like he figured <coughs> a way to win some cash a using the chat GPT. is a win. Yeah, a win is a win is a win is a win. So we may have to try to do yeah, that. Yeah, how can we use chat GPT to our advantage then? Right. Hmm. That's a good question. That's kind of interesting. You might want to think about that for your work. I'm going to ask chat GTP, how do I get a raise? Tell me how exactly I should phrase it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it'll it'll come back and be like, get a new job. It'll be like, what line of work are you in? Like, yeah. it has to ask the bounce radio. back questions. It'll be like, radio. And then it'll just send LOL. It'll be like, sounds impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot compute. Yeah. <laughs> if you're thinking of playing around with Chad GPT, it, it may be good. It may be terrible. Chat GPT. I've never even looked at that thing before. Yeah, I finally signed up for it. I, I, I thought I'd it. Give, yeah. it a, give it a whirl. There's some people that swear by it. They use it to do like web pages, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. I just think it's the end of days. It's like the robots are taking over. Yeah. I scan, I cannot stop thinking about Emeka or Amika, however you pronounce her name, the the advanced human-like robot. Oh, yeah. the, or the, the advanced the humanoid the robot. Yeah. The, the word humanoid shouldn't even exist. When uh, the thing that's going <laughs> to cause that robot to go crazy and kill all of us is people like you saying the wrong way to say its name. Oh, and that's it's eventually going to get furious with yeah. us and just start murdering people. No, for sure. Tired of us. It's Amika. I said Amika. Yeah. <laughs> and just go crazy. Soft How do you read us. that as a mech? <laughs> and it's just like running at you. I'm sorry. She'll be 
careful with technology. It's it's really there just to take us out eventually. Oh boy! Or when, a, or win you fifty nine dollars. Yeah, yeah, true. One true of the scene. one of the two is a good way to start the day. Here's what's next with the J.P., Coriel and Husker Nick show. We'll have Dana Merdubbum on the way. We'll help Jessica figure things out with her dating issues. We'll get uh, J.P. makes his guess for you to win. Uh, we also have, I think, the results of a uh, question we asked you yesterday, as well as bizarre rules parents had or have currently. We'll get into that. Kixie the Cash Cow will be here, too. All brought to you by Nutrition Authority. Jordan Davis asks his wife if he can go play. Zach Bryan talks Travis Tritt and a beer boycott. Promposals featuring Morgan Wallen and more. Getting you in the know from Music Row. Check this out. Coriel has your nitty gritty from Music City on Kicks 96.9. Nitty gritty from Music City powered by A1 Mold Testing and Remediation. So it's obviously a skit, but it's hard not to believe the early discussions of Jordan Davis's fall tour with his wife didn't happen sort of how they played it. The video starts with Jordan and his band in the den, hanging out, uh, tossing around ideas when Jordan suggests going on tour. But the band points out he should probably ask his wife. I think me and the guys are, we're going to hit the road. We're going we're gonna to tour, we're gonna tour the, the, the new record. Jordan, I am over seven months pregnant and we're having our third baby in june i don't know how you think this is a good idea (laughs) jordan manages to uh turn it around and then like head out the house the rest of the band uh to tour the country on his damn good time tour so looks like he was able to swindle his way to go play and be out on the road and hang out um yeah i imagine there was a similar conversation when uh, he first was kind of dreaming up these ideas. Probably. I would imagine. Speaking of, Jordan Davis and that damn good time tour will be at Liberty First Credit Union Arena September 28th with special guest Mike Ryan. You can find those details on our Facebook page, KX969. Zach Bryan doesn't agree with Travis Tritt and John Rich's Anheuser-Busch boycott. In two different Twitter posts last week, he tried to be as diplomatic as possible, which is basically impossible these days. But he started out saying he, quote, means no disrespect towards anyone specifically. But he went on to discuss uh, Travis Tritt boycotting Anheuser-Busch a little and then referenced, like, separately an attack on a uh, transgender swimmer. Um, These are two different tweets. But then Zach kind of got to what might be the main reason he spoke up in the first place. He follows it all up by saying, quote, I have family transitioning and have blood to defend here. He mm. ended it by saying, no one threatening, no one threatened me, please. Uh, so uh, you can ask, you can hope for that. But I'm sure uh, the comment sections did not pass the vibe check. Um, he just decided to speak out. So if you see anything about that, yeah. it's Zach Bryan um, apparently defending uh, a family member who is transitioning. Got a prom date yet? Turns out Morgan Wallen and Taylor Swift themed prom proposals are big this oh, year. So there is an idea uh, for like the the folks that are deciding that they want to not go stag this year. They want to actually maybe get a prom date. <laughs> They're the top two prom proposal ideas kids are searching for on Google. Um, 
Morgan Wallen and like Taylor Swift lyrics. Promposals are when you ask someone to be your date, like usually in some elaborate way. For example, you might make a sign and incorporate lyrics from their favorite song. TikTok is full of Taylor and Morgan videos. Uh, they were pretty popular last year, too. <coughs> so there are a ton of them. Google also looked at a few other prom related questions kids are asking right now. The top ones include how to ask someone to prom, how to dance at prom, oh, that's should funny. I go to prom alone, and should I ask my crush to prom? <laughs> the wow. answer is yes. Yeah, to all of it. Do it. Or no. If you if you have literally no desire, then don't, I guess. But I don't know. It's an experience. If anything, go with your friends. I went with my friend's dog one year. Yeah. Which was nice. <laughs> well, I mean I didn't go with Duke. I took a picture with Duke. The big group of us girls went stag and it was fun that way. So if anything, just like I don't know, take a picture with the family pet, go with your best friend. <laughs> there you go. Uh last but not least, last year Gwen Stefani shared footage of Blake Shelton in a full body pink bunny costume. And this Easter Blake broke it out again. So Gwen posted a little montage on Instagram and cap- captioned it, Bunny Blake strikes again. And he looks oddly, but he looks too happy to be in that. Just super comfortable costume. to be in that bunny suit. Yeah, but he rocks it. With the nitty gritty <laughs> from Music City, I'm Coriel with Kix96.9. You're listening to JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. I've been waiting on some good news. What's good in your world? Coriel, you want to start things out? Um, my good thing is Trooper Hicken and an Omaha Scott High School student named Joe. Trooper Hicken hosted Joe for a ride along a while ago, fulfilling a project for school. But while they were on patrol together, they came across a homeless man near um, 120th and Q. This is the Omaha area. The man didn't have any shoes. So the high schooler, Joe, decided to take his own shoes off that he was wearing, give them to the man. Mm. Uh, so Trooper Hicken and Joe, the high school student, posed for a picture uh, they took it back at the office and wanted to give a big shout out to Joe, posted it on their Facebook page and said, helping one person might not change the world, but it could change the world for one person. Thank mm. you, Joe, for your selfless act of kindness. I like that. Uh, yeah, I think that's very, very sweet. Good on you, Joe. Nick, you're good thing. Speaking of shoes, my good thing is shoe related. I oh, weird. Um, so real quick, FYI, <clears throat> for all the non-parents out there, it takes about 15 pair of shoes for a child to grow from a toddler to a teenager. So like mm. parents are constantly buying shoes for kids and that doesn't even count, you know, obviously sports, that kind of stuff. But for like walking around shoes, it takes 15 pair of shoes. Well, an Indian entrepreneur decided to produce some shoes that uncurl as the child ages. <laughs> so they actually, you only need like that pair of shoes will last a lot longer so it creates less waste and it also you know relieves some of that economic stress that parents have from constantly having to buy shoes let me tell you having two kids um, that are five and ten it's like you buy them about twice a year you're buying mm-hmm. shoes for these kids and uh, so he makes these they're durable flexible they're very washable so you can make sure they're nice and clean all the time they're very comfy and they go from uh, sizes zero to nine so like it makes it so wow. kids can keep Keep wearing them. So that's kind of neat. What a that's neat a, idea um, by this uh, gentleman. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, my good thing is about Brad Pitt. Uh, okay. Of course, you know the actor. So he has been letting his neighbor live rent-free on his estate for years. Okay. 
So uh, I don't know if you know who Elvira is. Elvira, Elvira. not not that Elvira. She's uh, like the the queen of the night or whatever. Like the B movies of the big no, hair kind of looks night, like. Oh yeah, a character from the Munsters or Adams mm-hmm. Family. Well, the actress who plays her is Cassandra Peterson. Revealed in a, an interview with People Magazine that Brad Brad Pitt bought this house near near to her in uh, Los Feliz, California, and then he decided over over three decades he just That's kept the person adding on to yeah. With the song we sang, yeah, is the Oak Ridge Boys song about Elvira, the the yeah, mistress of the night? Yeah, oh, Elvira. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that was about. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. He's so boom. on the song. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so it's she's neighbors with Brad Pitt, and Brad has been building and adding on it, it to his compound and just built, like buying houses here. He and lives there. in a. Cal- he basically built up this compound of like three or four houses Sweet. in this neighborhood, and then he'd Sounds have people like stay. Making difficult later. Well, no, he had people stay and, and come and go, family, friends, what have you. Well, this this his elderly own guy, club. yeah, basically, yeah, private this fight club. Elderly guy uh, loses his wife and uh, can't afford his his mortgage anymore. So Brad says, "Hey, tell you what, uh, for as long as I own uh, own these houses, this one is yours, and you can live into in it." He lived to be a hundred and five. Are you saying like he doesn't have to pay rent or something? Yeah, no, no rent, nothing. He just says, oh. you know what, you can have this one. It's yours. You That's just stay so in nice. that one. You stay in there however long you want. The guy lived to be 105. He passed away, natural okay. causes. And then Brad sold off the houses. Mm-hmm. He wow. waited until this guy had lived out his life. Yeah. And then sold out. And houses. not like disrupt it. Mm. Yeah. He just, he he's the like, money you know to disrupt he's, it if you wanted to. He, but can, he, didn't. he can live here all mm. he wants. And that's, that's nice. I think that's beautiful. I do. I love that. And it wasn't even Brad bragging about it. It was Elvira bragging about him in people. Elvira, because she's neighbor Elvira. was neighbors with him. So, <laughs> just goes to prove that sometimes the celebrities can be good. Talk people. about like a, a name that you would not have. I would right. never have thought Elvira would have be living come up Brad in this Pitt. conversation at any point in time, yeah. even today. <laughs> that's so funny. Exactly. <laughs> And the other good thing is a lot of money to be won in the Millionaire's Club. $441 million with the Mega Millions jackpot. So if you'd like to be a part of that, what we do is we play the Millionaire's Club. So 466-9696. We'll get uh, six of you this hour with your name, your lucky number, your phone number. Uh, we'll, hopefully your numbers are lucky enough to win us a, a lot of money. And we'll split it with all y'all. Nice. That's just a few good things to start your day. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Sometimes people say up for ridiculous reasons. Other times it's just Coriel. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'll tell you what. Sometimes it's cool when you're like, hey, I'm not tired at all. I can squeeze more out of my day. Mm. But then after like three days, you literally start losing your mind. Oh, I'm, <laughs> so that explains a lot. I have a much better sleep uh, habits than I, I did Historically, before, which oh, yeah. is cool. I think the morning show has kind of helped you with that because, like, you would well, be you work nights and then just right. stay up You're all welcome. night and you sleep all day. That's true. No, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Well, um, a man who tried to beat the record for the longest consecutive time without sleep fell a little short of his goal. Mm. This is a terrible idea. However, after 11 days without sleep, a no UK way. man by the name of Tony Wright. 11? Yeah. No way. Yeah. 11 days. 11 days, no sleep. He says he might oh have my been, God, how did, he, how did he not die? Well, he says he might have achieved enlightenment. 
That's uh, your brain failing, sir. <laughs> he claims his experiment allowed him to access a different part of his brain. Oh, uh, yeah, the parts that are supposed to lie dormant. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. the parts that are dormant for a reason right it's the, he, the crazy parts that he accessed right there he says if you can push through the rational mind's ability to stay in charge starts to break down as well and that's where you start getting glimpses of the other side of the brain is that the true, other Coriel? self is that true Coriel? <laughs> yeah, after three days yes are you like are you 11? like you're like you can just see yourself as you're sitting there still Laying on the couch Out of eating body. chicken nuggets, and you're just yeah. like, that's me right there. It's like a combination of, yeah, limitless and some like very terrible out-of-body experience. Nice. I like it. I like it. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, but that, again, is not the record. He was trying to go for the record that was set back in 1986. Can you guess how many days that Robert McDonald went? How many did this guy go? He 11? went 11. I'm going to say like... Um, I'm going to aim high and say like 17. I'm going to go 14. Nick's going to be the winner there. 18 days, 21 hours, and 40 minutes before he passed you out. You are kidding me. Can you imagine how hard he slept when he slept? Oh, like for a month. Yeah, he's had to you know sleep I mean? for weeks. Like yeah. when I go hang out with um, family for an entire day and I get home, I sleep so hard. Oh, yeah. Because I'm exhausted. Exactly. This guy was awake for 18 days. <laughs> exactly. How do you... Oh, my God. 11, even just 11 days. 18? Can like gibberish. No much. kidding. Or he's got a whiteboard full of all kinds of equations that he's worked out. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's he's true. solved all the world's <laughs> he's problems. He's actually that he AI thing. Doesn't yeah. know where he put really. the whiteboard. He's, he's the new AI. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, oh my, my God. Goodness. That is terrifying. We don't recommend trying to stay out I that can't imagine much, but. what the physical, like the physical, <coughs> excuse me. We literally knocked it, it out of her. It just took Coriel. Yeah, it just down. took her body. The physical like ramifications of that, yeah, have to be terrible. Well, I mean, I guess yeah, your body would just shut down after a while. You just get uh, so exhausted, you just would fail. Well, yeah, yeah. like the long, like long term things. If you would have asked me in my early 20s how long consecutive I could stay up, I'd be like, yeah, a long time. Yeah. Now that I'm an adult working two jobs with two kids and a wife, I'm like. You're looking to be up the whole day. Noon? Can I I I take a nap about 1230? Yeah, around noon. I need to recover from this. (laughs) JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Check this out. Here's what's trending online now. It's going down. Right here on Kix 96.9. Three. Five people are dead after a 23-year-old male employee of Old National Bank in Louisville, Kentucky, opened fire at the bank yesterday morning. Police responded to the emergency within three minutes, with two of them being injured during an exchange of gunfire that left the shooter dead. CNN is reporting that the gunman had been notified he was going to be fired from the bank and left a note saying he was going to shoot at the bank. Eight victims were injured in total. One of the injured police officers was Nicholas Wilt, who had just graduated from the police academy on March 31st. This was the 15th mass shooting of this year so far, the most in the U.S. during the first 100 calendar days of a year since 2009. Justin Jones has been elected as the interim successor 
for the vacant seat of Tennessee House District 52, pursuant to the state law and the rules governing the Metropolitan Council. Speaking of gun violence, Justin Jones returned to his seat in the Tennessee House of Representatives by a unanimous 36-0 to 0 vote by the Nashville Metro Council yesterday. He was expelled by the Republican majority of the House for protesting gun violence on the floor of the House chambers. The other legislator expelled on Thursday was Justin J. Pearson, who will find out tomorrow if he, actually today, if he'll be also appointed to serve in the former seat until a special election with when the Shelby County Board of Commissioners meet. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee has scheduled a special election to fill seats within 60 days. So still some major turmoil going on in the Tennessee legislature. So the first details, because Star Wars had their big, Disney did, with a big Star Wars fest Mm -hmm. in the last couple days. Uh, They have revealed the new details of a new Star Wars movie, and Daisy Ridley is coming back as Rey. Uh, it'll take 15 years uh, after the events of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, and it follows okay. uh, her, Ray as she tries to rebuild the Jedi Order based on the books and what she has promised to Luke Skywalker when he passed away. Uh, cool thing, though, Charmaine Obeyed Chinoy will direct the movie, making her the first woman and first person of color to direct a Star Wars movie. Oh, so that's awesome. kind of a, a cool added bonus to the Star Wars movies that are coming out. And they added uh, Vision Season 2 and all kinds of extra stuff that's going to be popping up wow. on uh, the Disney Plus platform for you Star Wars fans like me. And then, of course, for Coriel. Yeah, if More Stranger Things fun. We're concerned about Stranger Things coming to an end after the next season. They can rest just a little easier. The Duffer Brothers and Netflix have announced an animated spin-off yeah. of the hit series. It's in the works. The creators of the 1980s set series have kept details pretty hush-hush but say it's been absolutely thrilling to give the show an animated adaptation. They're also bringing it to, like, the, uh, yeah, the stage, Broadway stage, right? England. No, it's a stage in England. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah stage in England. The prequel and it's, with Hopper and... Yes, all of what you're saying. Yeah, isn't it uh, Hopper? And I can't remember what her name is. The the mom. Um, Yep. Well, uh, you know the writer's character. Yeah. Joe? <laughs> jo- jo- no. Joe? No. Uh, she's a memorable character. Though. Truly, is, yeah. This is driving me nuts. You'll Google it and it'll be fine. Uh, uh, but yes, Ranger Things continues on. One! And if you pay attention to the NBA... Joyce. 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 Wait a... Pull that one out. She went cross-eyed and I was like, d- Joyce. <laughs> got it. Joyce. God, I love you, Corio. <laughs> I got so, it. If you pay attention to the NBA, the playoffs begin tonight with eight teams competing for the eighth seed in the conference. <laughs> it's the Atlanta Hawks versus the Miami Heat. And then the Minnesota Timberwolves versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers have been playing great since the All-Star break. Meanwhile, Minnesota basically imploding as they had a couple of players get the fisticuffs in a huddle the other day. And then one of their other players was walking down the the tunnel and punched a wall in frustration and broke his hand. So, Oh, that's embarrassing. Like a little bit more drama going on uh, with the Minnesota Timberwolves. So, yeah, if you're an NBA fan, that uh, starts up tonight. And then finally, our bonus one is a chance to get in the Millionaires Club with uh, $441 million in the Mega Millions tonight. We're going to go win. 466-9696. We'll get six of you. Your name, your lucky number, which is what we'll use for the uh, the ticket, and then phone number to call you back when we win big. That's what's trending today. Jessica didn't even make it past the lunch date. That's how bad mm. things went. 
We'll see if we can help her out with Dana or Dump them. Love, lust, or something else? Find out next on Kicks 96.9. It's Dana or Dump them with J.P., Coriel and Husker Nick. Good morning, Jessica. Hi. Hi, how are you? Hello. I mean, I guess I've been better. Okay. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> Listen, dating is a horrible, it's a shit show. I don't know if y'all know that, but... <laughs> <laughs> yes. It does mostly suck, but every now and then you'll, like, meet someone on an app that you think, like, hey, maybe this could work. But I, I never go in with high expectations, because I'm a realist. Okay. <laughs> but I went in with an open mind. This guy Keith I met, and I thought, you know, let's let's see what happens because you know anything's better than what I've seen so far. Okay. <laughs> the bar really can get any lower. Okay. Right. Okay. So we he asks if I want to go get lunch, which I actually do think if anybody needs any advice on this, that is a perfect first date because you can tell a lot about somebody. They're more genuine, like in the light of the day, than they are at night. I think so. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. And I feel like okay. you have an easier out too when it's like broad daylight in like like, the middle oh, of the day or like look at the time the I gotta get back. Of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It like it makes it a little harder for you to like be fake. So anyway, I kinda went into it thinking that like he could be all these ho- other horrible things that I've experienced on other dates. Right. Yeah. But that's not what happened with Keith, you know? Like he seemed really genuine, the conversation was easy, it was a good flow, there were no like awkward pauses or like problematic moments or yeah. anything. <laughs> So it went like pretty smooth for the most part. It was smooth, you know. We like we talked about our worlds, our lifestyles, our family lives. We, you know, we got into some stuff, and it, it was just like a nice, easy conversation. And I didn't see any deal breakers or red flags. I liked him, you know, but it was was a lunch date. We both had to go back to work. So, you know, we hugged it out and went our separate ways. And I haven't heard from him Mm. since then. And I will say, like, Mm. you know, I have a degree in psychology. And in my professional opinion, he didn't come off like someone who would, like, avoid even a mild conversation about, like, going out or not going out again. Mm. Um, Okay. So you you think he's... You think he's somebody that won't, like, intentionally avoid conflict or whatever? Like, if he's going to straight up be like, yeah, this isn't going to work, he would say that, maybe. Yeah, that's what I felt, just based on how, like, open and genuine and easy he was to talk to. But, Mm. you know, my sixth sense isn't usually off, so I'm confused by this. (laughs) Did you tell him that you were a psych major? Did Maybe, like, he felt like you were breaking him down and he got all intimidated by it? Is that possible? I mean, I definitely did. We talked about our work and stuff. I mean, sometimes smart men are intimidated by like intelligent women that ask you know questions I don't know but I don't think so because again he didn't seem like off put by any of my questions he seemed to like you know he answered my questions I answered his questions it seemed like a good back and forth but maybe I just totally missed a step you know the questions here that you were mentioning did you give them like an an all out questionnaire like did you ask maybe too many questions to get to the root of who he is you know could you've ever felt like maybe you were just like kind of badgering him a little bit I mean I didn't think so but now you have me questioning <laughs> you have her questioning her questions I'm sorry I, it, yeah, you know I mean, it's I mean, speculation I, I mean, I, it does feel like first dates tend to be a lot of questions because you don't have a baseline for like what interests are to like engage in conversation so right. I mean it right. does feel like it was mostly us 
asking each other questions and I didn't mm. ask him like about politics or religion, but maybe <laughs> maybe I hit a different topic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you never know. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, I feel like it sounds that you have self-awareness how the whole entire exchange went, what you said, what he said, and I think that you would know or feel like deep down you asked like too many questions or something so i just i wanted to bring it up just to ask okay okay yeah it's a good question to ask okay yeah we might just need to i don't know get them on and put them on the spot that's what we'll do is we'll ask him some more questions and make him feel even more uncomfortable (laughs) and then he'll not only be turned off by you but by us too (laughs) (laughs) that that might happen or we might be able to figure this out and get you guys uh, a date out on us you know, or maybe I just had spinach in my teeth and I floss and day two's a go. Who can tell? Yeah, exactly. I know. I was going to say, maybe you had like clam chowder at lunch and he was like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll give him a call. See if we can help you out. Okay. Okay. Coming up next. Go. Next with the JP Corio and Husker Nick show. All right. Now that you've heard from Jessica and her side of the day, what do you think went wrong on the date? You can let us know on Facebook and Twitter, KX969. If you do it in GIF form, it's that much better to be a part of Datum or Dump'em. Now the conclusion to Datum or Dump'em with J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick on Kix96.9. I guess Jessica's had a tough time dating lately and then met Keith, and he was willing to go on a lunch date with her. Uh, she says it's a perfect date because then you can see someone being genuine in the light of day versus at night. Uh, in her experience, first impressions are a big deal. Uh, Keith seemed like a genuine dude. Conversation was easy. We talked about our worlds and what goes on in them, lifestyles, family life, all of that. Uh, she thought everything was great. Uh, and in her professional opinion, he didn't come off like someone who would avoid even a mild conversation about going out or not going out. <clears throat> and she let us know her profession is that she uh, works, uh, has degrees in psychology and, and mm. child psychology. So. Mm. Uh, and so we wanted to know, she seems like a pretty decent lady, why Keith isn't going to do a second date with her. Hello? Hi, we're looking for Keith. Yeah, this is Keith. Keith, hi, it's J.P. Coyle, hey. Husker Nick, the Kicks Morning Show. Good morning. Wow. Hi. Wow. Um, hi. What's up? <laughs> what's up, buddy? Hey. How are you? Um, good. We're calling you because we have a mutual friend who'd like us to reach out to you and see about maybe connecting you guys again. We're calling on behalf of Jessica, who you had a lunch date with. Yeah, maybe we could do a dinner date now instead. Okay, so is this a dating thing? Yes, it is. Yeah. The yes, dating thing. Yep. Yeah. Date them or dump them. Yeah. And, yeah, and she's mentioned she hasn't heard from you since you guys had mm. your really great lunch date. And she was hoping maybe it was just something that was stuck in her teeth, and that's why you were not getting back to her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay, how do I say this? Um, she was interesting to talk to, but in the end, she was a bit intense for me. How so? Yeah. Listen, I, it was it was the questions. Okay. And I don't mean like oh, the types of questions. I don't mind answering questions. I don't mind talking about myself. It's all part of getting to know someone. 
But she was just slamming me with question after question. I feel like I was under a spotlight being interrogated by the police. Like it was, <laughs> she did say she's a psych major, so maybe she was trying to like get a read on you, like checking off boxes, like, all right, does he have an Oedipus complex? No. Yes, maybe. And then she's just going through the the list, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was just one after that. And when she mentioned she was a psych major, I was like, oh, this is not necessarily good. Because I just feel like I wouldn't be able to get away with anything. Not that I'm trying to get away with anything, but... <laughs> I get that. that, that makes yeah, sense. like she'll it's constantly whole, like, be investigating it's, you, dude. No, this you is the whole reason Coriel has a rule that she does not date detectives, and it's specifically <laughs> for this reason. Well, yeah, because she knows they'll sniff out whatever ploy she's got going on at the time. Yeah, they'll, luckily they'll foil me before I even put anything into play. <laughs> luckily, she's just dating a big, dumb, beautiful animal, and yes. she just doesn't ever pay <laughs> gotta keep them dumb and beautiful. To, yeah, to anything that she's <laughs> you just doing. Stay pretty. So. <laughs> No book learning for you. Just stay pretty. <laughs> for legal purposes, my boyfriend yeah. is very intelligent. <laughs> and not as beautiful. I, I, mean, as I, oh. I just I wish that was me. You know, I wish I could be like that. That's, there you go. <laughs> it's a safe I'm bet. It is a safe bet. Guys, when I left lunch, I was exhausted. I can, yeah, I I can understand that. Work. I, I, I had to go home. I had to take a nap. You, I got a little <laughs> bit of that. I'll be honest. I got I got a hair of that vibe when we were talking to her. Oh, my God. So, like, yeah, it I sucked can, the life out of you that you that. had to take That's, a nap. She does That's seem very funny. highly intelligent. I but, mean. Oh, she's super smart and very yes. engaged and has a lot of energy. You could feel the energy. And if your energies don't line up, then that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I get that, you know. I kind of had a feeling when she was uh, So it was more or less like the amount of questions and the high rate of speed and stuff. It wasn't anything like her questions were over the line at all? No, no. Okay. It, just, it was just so, like I yeah, felt like sense. I went on three dates. Okay. In yeah. In one yeah. Day. Three days worth of questions. So that's much. like speed dating without even knowing that no, you're speed that's dating. Not a bad look on anybody though, because no. it's awesome. It's awesome because, like, I be honest with you, I'm kind of similar. I'm like 110 miles an hour at all times. What? <laughs> so if you can't, if you can't no. jog that fast, then you are going to be left behind. <laughs> so I totally feel where she's coming from on this, and I get, I get what he's saying because there's plenty of people that like are just like, all right, Nick's a little much. <laughs> so I. That's right. Since you know what's going on, Keith, we do have Jessica on the phone with us. Jessica, you just came in a little bit hot for old Keith. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> what do you That's think right. about that? I mean, I guess I just feel like that we were on two different dates. I felt like we had a good back and forth. I felt like I asked you questions and you asked me questions. I thought it was a good conversation, but I will say if you were that uncomfortable with my questions or both too much, you should be an actor because you did not give me even a hint <laughs> that it was too much for you. <laughs> and so she still hits you with a compliment. Nice. Try to be cordial. I mean, go and play some poker, Keith. Yeah, if you can do that. I, I appreciate it. I'm going to put it on my list. Of other <laughs> ideas you had for me. <laughs> so knowing this, are you two? Uh, yeah. Are you two both okay with maybe going separate ways? Yeah, Keith, are you interested in another date just to see if there can be a more subdue? Are you or, still going to try to get the date going? I don't, don't want to change anybody, and I, Jessica, you're a good person. I just. I don't think I'm the guy for you. That's okay. all. Yeah. And that's okay. You know what? It's okay. It, yeah, it's really, it's okay. Terrible. We'll add this to the list of the 
Joe and <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I I can't wait till later when you're with your friends and you're just breaking down what you think is the reasons are that he felt this way. It'll be awesome. Get out your note. Be, get your yeah. notepad and start doing pros and cons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Jessica, thank you for reaching out. Good luck with the as you call it. Show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might be calling you guys every couple weeks. Hey, that's, that's okay. Free. We're here for you. We've, we'll be glad to help yeah. out. Keeps us employed. Do yeah. it. And Keith, hopefully we didn't task you so much that you need to take a nap. Thanks, guys. I appreciate <laughs> it. Bye, buddy. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. No television for a week. What? We are so serious. Guys. You're hot. Are you out of your mind? Goes in Robert's wall safe, Come on. and it's going to stay there. No. This house is a prison. Did your parents or your friends' parents have any weird rules when you were growing up? Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I had one from my mom. Okay. Uh, because we had horses. My brother and I were not allowed to stand on top of the horses and get uh, the uh, berries up the tree. <laughs> oh, what? wow. Okay. We what would, an oddly specific thing. We would legit go and, and jump on uh, my horse Amigo bareback and just wander over to a tree. And then I'd have my brother stand up on it. And Chris would reach up and grab all as many berries as he could. Yeah, off the tree. She didn't want you guys getting hurt. Yeah, so that was one bizarre one. The other one was uh, we're not allowed to drive our big wheels off the the porch. Oh, because we <laughs> we thought we were Bo and Luke Duke. Yeah, and oh. we had a great wraparound porch where you got like some good as you ramped off to keep uh-huh. you alive. Yep, we went flying. Yep, you're like that's how we Are got they here. Rules, in this or is she just <laughs> trying to make and... sure you make it to another birthday? I had. Um, in high school and junior high, I had this friend, uh, Craig Brummond, and he had these. We, he went to Papillion, and we he had his parents were kind of a little hippy dippy, strange, you know. And downstairs, in like their downstairs area where we were always watching TV or hanging out, there was like these like a uh, glass figures, like glass. I I always at first I thought they were like little sculptures and stuff. It was years later I realized those were bongs, <laughs> but we were not allowed to touch those. <laughs> <laughs> we had to stay away. From the glass uh, sculptures oh. that were up on the mantel. You're like, wow, look at all this art. I'm pretty sure that's what those were. Anyways. Probably. Um, like we, well, strangely enough, mine was I wasn't allowed into our like little outbuilding that we had when we lived in Unadilla because that was my dad's jerky shack when he had his, uh, oh. home, his jerky You have business. to explain that because you're kind of dirty, so people might take that weird. It was, um, <laughs> he had a, a jerky business. and yeah. like it, Beef jerky. Uh, Beef yes, jerky. It was yeah, so, yeah. so good. Oh, my goodness. And so I would always like break into the jerky shack yeah. because I was always hungry. I always am hungry. I'm a hungry person. I don't blame you. Okay? Your father made some amazing beef jerky in his heyday. Yes, yeah. it's addicting, honestly. Really and so I would basically like break in and huh. eat the profits and then blame it on like ne'er-do-well kids in the neighborhood, yeah. a.k.a. my own friends. I used to call Coriel Meat Santa because she would bring me jerky. What kind of, <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. What kind Just of jerky did you always... Forever. Yeah, what kind of jerky did you bring me that was my favorite? Um, was it like um, was something it, burner? Oh, bunghole burner. What was it? Bunghole burner. <laughs> yeah. That was some good and it stuff. came with the biohazard bag. Yeah. yeah. And it was yep. true to life what it no, was called, it was man. But it was super good. The teriyaki was really good. Burner. It was awesome at first and then really bad the next and day. Then, I'll say that. Yeah, for sure. Your insides. <laughs> but it was your dad. Your made insides some good quivered whenever Meat Santa came around. Uh, we had the weirdest thing. So in my house, like, you know, some closet doors you pull open, right? But then there's yeah. other ones on the tracks that slide back and forth. 
there was one closet downstairs that every time my dad would come in through the garage when he got off working overnight, if it wasn't closed, he would take this thing and just slam it. And it was like, this closet stays closed. I felt like it. And again, as an adult, I now look at it, and I have kids, and it's like, that. he didn't really care about that closet. That was just his outlet because he had to work nights, and then he had three turd sons at home that were just wrecking the house the whole day. And that was how he got his frustration out. But we had to, every time we'd see his car pulling up, we'd like sprint downstairs and make sure that closet door oh, geez, was closed. That's so funny. Yeah. No, so I funny. bet. A friend of mine, uh, she was not allowed to, technically wasn't allowed to use a microwave, but they were not allowed to have a microwave at the house. Really? A microwave? My mom. I, it's just something with, I, I think it's like the, 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 microwave waves yeah, it probably didn't, it didn't interact well with the um, foods and stuff yeah with the tinfoil hats they have yeah in their heads. yeah really doesn't mix the um <laughs> <laughs> my mom made us uh made us like squeegee the entire shower out after we showered and like so basically it just made my younger brothers never shower like they hated showering. So <laughs> Did like not my pan out for your yeah mom. my youngest brother he didn't shower too often <laughs> when he was in junior high because of that that's pretty funny. Wow. So we're going to post it up on Facebook and Twitter, uh, KX969. The bizarre rules your parents or your friend's parents, or even you as parents, have, yeah. have for the kiddos. Uh, and then we'll come back tomorrow and tell it the, the worst of the worst or the best of the best. Yeah, I'm sure there's some strange ones. These I can't crazy wait. rules. You're listening to J.P., Coriel, and Oscar Nick. And this is J.P. Makes His Guess chance to win by playing either with Team Coriel or Team Nick. Uh, it is tied up 7-7 with Nick's most recent victories. Uh, and we bring in Crystal's with Coriel. Good morning, Crystal. Good morning. And playing with uh, Nick is Alex. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. All right, we're going to harken back to just a couple days ago when it was Easter. What? And the top 10 most popular Easter candies. Oh, <laughs> oh my. So Coriel might have a fighting chance uh, when it comes to Easter yeah. candies. Yes. The Easter Bunny just delivered a bunch of these to my house. I know. That's why I thought this was pretty good because like, it's Lucky. pretty fresh in everybody's head. I know. Trust me. Except for the Easter Bunny did not bring me any. So I had to hold my kids back while I ate their candy. Nah, that's the way it works. Yeah, that's absolutely what you do when they're little. There's a, a, the parent tax that comes into yeah. play. Yeah, parent tax. Okay. So uh, Coriel and Crystal get to go first since Nick won last time around. Coriel and Crystal, what Hang is on, your could first? Could you say that last thing again? Which part? That line you just said. Coriel and Crystal get to go first. Right before that. Because why? Because uh, Nick won last time. That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you might, you might need Q-tips. It sounds like your hearing's going out. That's, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what he said, mm. correct. Yeah. Okay. Coriel and Crystal, the good. top 10. Hey, good, sick burn. Most popular Coriel. Easter candies. I got nothing. <laughs> Crystal, I've got a couple ideas right out the gate, but. Uh, go, go ahead. Oh, my God. I'm thinking, like, the, the Reese's eggs. Oh, those are the best, man. Oh, my God. I was thinking for the number one peeps. Ooh. Oh, Peeps. Okay, let's go Peeps. Peeps is in at number five. No chance Ooh, those are not. Hey, still in the top Hundred percent chance that those eggs that she was talking about are number yeah. one. Oh, man, those are the best. What do you think, buddy? You want to go that route? Just oh, take it I'm from Coriel? Oh, I'm definitely Coriel. going to read this. Oh, yeah. Mm, bam, 1.5. Thank you. 1.5. Thank you. it's the number Uno one answer. Point. As it Thank should Coriel. be. Reese's Coriel. eggs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alex just said, thanks, Coriel. 
Yeah, way to go, Schmelly. It's okay, Crystal. We can still do it. Crystal and Coriel, you can still do it. What about Cadbury cream eggs? Say no. What do you think, Crystal? No, say no. Give her something else. Cadbury eggs is in there at number 10. All right. Whoa, barely. All right, buddy, what are you thinking? What you think? I got an idea, but you tell me. I think jelly beans. That was exactly where I was going was jelly beans. You put it, they're all, the Easter bunny loves to put those in the bottom of the basket. Jelly beans come in at number two. So you guys have gotten uh, we'll one have and two. Back to Crystal and Coriel. Crystal, what's your next thought? Most popular Easter candies. Most popular. Top ten most popular Easter candies. What do you think? Oh. Because um, I was thinking. It, oh, it just, the chocolate egg. Yeah, They're yeah. the chocolate bunny. Well, which one? Because both of them, I think, could be on this list. All right, the chocolate bunny. Let's go chocolate bunnies. Yeah. Bunnies number two, number four. Fun Ooh, fact: five percent of people say they eat the butt first when they have the chocolate bunny. Oh, oh eat yeah. the ears first. What are you crazy? Five percent. No. I said five percent. Here's the deal, oh, okay. JP. You and I all eat the first. ears first. Coriel thinks it's all funny when she eats the butt and then has that chocolate around her mouth. <laughs> it is funny because it's like the chocolate bunnies, honestly. If you get the right quality, they're pretty good. What are we doing here? All right, let's win this match. What is the... They are. Who is the... Otherwise, they kind of suck. <laughs> All right, buddy. What you thinking on this one? Let's knock this out. We win if we get this. Yes, what you do. Well, you're not going to win here. So. Uh, I, I want to say... Oh, God. I don't know. I'm thinking Starburst, but I'm also... Yeah, so... So sweet tarts makes their... The sweet tarts makes, like, the egg sweet tarts, you know, that the kids get. Oh, um, yeah. So that's one... Um, let's see here. I'm trying to think if there's anything else traditional that we're missing. I don't know. You pick. It's for you, buddy. This is your, oh, this is your prize. Uh, let's do M&M's. Oh, good up. call. M&M's it is. Let's go. They make the special no. colored M&M's. Show M&M's for the win. Thank oh. you. Wow. Way to just pull that one. That was good. <laughs> yep. They're in there. M&M's come in at number eight Man. on this list. Ooh. What about those, those uh, the, the eggs? So here's, here's your top ten. The, the Cadbury eggs, eggs in at ten. Chocolate. Butterfinger eggs at, yeah. at nine now. Huh. Uh, M&M's, especially Easter edition, at okay. eight. The Whopper Mini Robin eggs Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snickers eggs at six. Because, you know, Butterfinger oh my God, Snickers are, are copying, copying the Reese's eggs. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Peeps at five. Solid Chocolate Bunnies at four. Mm-hmm. Sweet Tarts. You guys are Boom. dancing around that. What? Number wow. three for the yeah, six. Yeah, those are a big one bunnies. also that the Easter Bunny brings is Sweet Tarts. Mm-hmm. Starburst Jelly Beans at two. And Reese's Eggs, the number wow. one answer. Man, Congratulations, Alex right. and Nick. You guys are our winner today. Hey, Crystal, thanks for playing. You got a chance to play again next time. We appreciate you guys. That is JP Makes His Guest for today. You're listening to JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Hey, we're back with Tasty Tuesday. We're back. Where Coriel gets us something that either makes us super hungry or sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry. This will be like a confusingly hungry one. Oh. Like you don't know if you should actually be hungry for this. Okay. But it actually fundamentally would taste good. Okay. <laughs> um, so I saw this cake that somebody had custom made. And here's the story. So a fireman had called like this bakery in, I think it was West Virginia. Okay. And they said like, hey, I need you to make me a cake. I did my agility 
obstacle course this week for being like a fireman, you know? Yeah. And threw up all over the obstacle course. Oh, God. Can you make me a cake with that theme that says, sorry, I threw up on your obstacle course. <laughs> okay. He said uh, that he threw up a biscuit and that it could be the funniest, most revolting cake ever. I will describe it to you, but it would just it's more impactful if you just go look for it on our Facebook page, KX969. Okay. But it's just like a tiny round uh, white frosting cake that has a biscuit like partially crumbled <laughs> up on the top of it. Okay. With this like green goo green goo all over it. Okay. It looks like the goo would be like a maybe like a key lime or it could oh, be like maybe. a green tea yeah. flavor. That's kind of what it's giving. Oh my god. And then this at the cake. bottom in frosting oh my god, it says sorry cake. I threw up on your obstacle course. And it looks like there's like puke coming down it, the side of the it cake. Actually it actually literally looks like a thrown up biscuit. Oh my god, this story so is amazing. Sorry, but it's so funny. Do, doesn't that look like doesn't that uh, knowing what I just told you, that's jarring to first look at. Yeah, it is. But if you really look at it and you separate it in your brain, you go you know what? Oh, I would God. maybe think that would taste good. It probably would taste you know? good. You got to separate in your brain, though. You do have to separate it. So my question to you is: okay. Should you ever? Should you have to send an apology cake? Like, if you oh. think back right now, if you needed to send an apology cake to somebody, who would it be, and why? Like, I would have to send. <laughs> An apology cake to Brad Paisley and his entire stage management oh, team. Yes, because of Rob. For uh, no, oh no, for you. For oh, that's right. You had a, a moment too. A full like empty bladder peeing my pants on stage. <laughs> Just because stage. of my, this is, you all know, um, ho- hopefully you've listened enough to know this right now, but I have chronic allergies and I chose to not take my allergy pills that one day. Brad Paisley was here like, what, four years ago? Yeah. Four or five, Four or five years, ago. years ago. It was before the pandemic. Yeah. And I didn't take my allergy pills because I wanted to have a good time and I drank a little bit. Yes. But I also have the world's tiniest bladder, I think. <laughs> and I'm up there and it's like, ooh, sneeze attack out of nowhere while I have a full bladder. And it was just like game over. Game over. Peed my pants. Yeah. It happened. I think you have to send one so to So I have to send a, a, send a sorry, I empty my, emptied <laughs> my, my bladder on your stage. stage. And somebody obviously had to address it after the fact. <laughs> Instantly, one popped in my head, but I'm going to have to tell you off air because oh, no. I do not want to. <laughs> I don't want to stir a pot. <laughs> Why? Because well, there was something that was supposed to happen yeah. this past weekend, but I can't really talk about it. Let's just stir. No, I, <laughs> Dang it. I tried. <laughs> but you guys can let us know uh, if, like, sending an apology cake. Yes. Who would, who would what would your tomorrow? apology cake say? Who would it be to? Tell us on Facebook, KX969. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. All right, one big thing to Scroyo wants to help you grab that bag. Grab, what? grab a bag of money. <laughs> I do. I want I want to help you get hooked up with a new J-O-B or maybe like a side J-O-B so you can secure your bag, you can go on a vacation, and you can join a pretty cool family, the Warhorse Casino family. Mm. I will be at the corporate gaming office today 
from 3 till 5 p.m. for the career fair. That's the uh, 14th and Stockwell kind of corner. It's near Indian Village. Okay. So if you follow the signs, you'll find it. But Warhorse Casino is hiring. And, I mean, talk about getting it on the ground floor with, like, this new industry in Nebraska. The casino's been, uh, I mean, they've raked it in so far. And we all know, uh, like, That'll go back into the community in some way, shape, or form, and and it'll be awesome to go just, like, check it out and at least get a feel for it, talk to the people. Um, I think there are, like, on-site interviews, and they can help you get signed up, too. I know an individual came to hang out one time and uh, get signed up for tickets. Uh, This time around, it's Kane Brown tickets for this Saturday, by the way. Very cool. But um, they did not have... Oh, what did they? They didn't have their glasses or something. So somebody sat with them and helped them get applied on the little uh, tablets and stuff. So they're very, very helpful. Come see me from three to five. Although the career fair goes from three till six. That's at the corporate gaming office, corner of Fourteenth and Stockwell. Okay, get yeah. there, get that job, uh, and make some extra cash, and maybe win some Kane Brown tickets, and do that too. Yeah. All right. Have a great day. Uh, tomorrow we'll be back with an all new couples therapy with Brian needing help with his wife. We'll get that and more. If you missed it today's show, catch up on our podcast at kzkx.com. dot <laughs> com.